You are listening to the voice of Daryl Bennett and welcome to another installment of the Daryl Bennett Experience. Higher learning, where we discuss everything from government and law to business, finance, and entrepreneurship to current events and spirituality. I promise you, your life will never be the same. Today, I discuss go within or you'll go without. What the princes of this world don't know and never knew, and what you need to know to be prepared for the shift, the reset, the global pivot. Listen in. Good morning, good morning, good morning! I got something to share for the people. This is Daryl Bennett. Y'all already know who this is. Oh, I have so much to share. Oh, I have so much to share. If you don't go within in this season, you will go without. That's Oh, I wanted to get that across to somebody. I'm excited because I want to tell you a little bit about where we are in this season. Look at everything that's happening. The markets financially are going to, <laughs> to the toilets. There is volatility. We're dealing with a political system, things that we've never seen before. You got to go within in this season or you will go without. I want you to listen to me very carefully. If you do not go within, you will go without. You have to focus on feeding your spirit and your soul and your life will be the outpicturing. Listen to me. Your life will be the outpicturing of the conscious awareness that you come into, the spiritual understanding that you come into. Get this, get this. I'm, I'm telling you as I had to tell myself. It's natural that when things don't go right, it's natural to look in the seen realm and say, wait a minute, I'm speaking this, but this isn't happening in my life. That's natural. But you'll never get blessed naturally. Listen to me, I'm talking on a higher level. People say, well, it's only natural to get discouraged. Of course, it's only natural to lose faith. Of course. But if you're gonna raise yourself to this next state, it's gonna have to be supernatural. Remember, remember when Jesus, remember when Jesus at the Last Supper, they didn't know that it was the Last Supper, but he did. And, and, and Jesus leaned over to Peter and said, Satan demanded that he would have you so he could sift you like wheat. But I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed that your faith will remain. Jesus prayed that Peter's faith would remain. Jesus prayed that Charlotte's faith will remain. Jesus prayed that John's faith will remain. I don't know who I'm speaking to. Jesus is praying that your faith will remain. And I know we were taught that if God wants it to happen, he's just going to make it happen. But the truth of the matter is we are co-partners, co-laborers, co-heirs, co-creators with Christ. And we have to be aligned how many times he said that I want to gather you up as a mother hen that I chicks, but you wouldn't let me. I've come on here to tell you, don't let your faith fail. I had to, I had to, I had to say my, tell myself this because I was looking at the financial markets. I'm talking real now. I was looking at some stock investments. I'm like, wait a minute. This wasn't how this was supposed to go. 
I was looking at things that were moving in business and some very big moves were making in my business life. There's some very big properties that were purchasing. And this ain't the time that I need the stock market to do what the stock market is doing. But I had to remember my source is God. I'm telling you what I had to tell myself. That's why I'm wealthy. My source ain't the stock market. My source ain't a job. My source ain't somebody giving me a check. Every dollar I have is an outpicturing of what God has put in my life. It's an outpicturing of spiritual awareness. My money is the, is the uh, physical manifestation of the energy and vibration of abundance and freedom. That's what it is. It ain't about no paper dollars. Concerned about no paper dollars. I'm concerned about the energy of freedom and abundance so I can be free and liberty to do what God has called me to do. And I had to talk to myself. That's why I had to get on here and tell somebody. Now, this is what I want to tell somebody because I felt this so strongly. Because, see, I be having real talks with God. Y'all have to forgive me. I'm not as tactful as y'all. I know, I know y'all got it all together. I be talking real to God like, don't, don't you've been, like, when is it going to happen? So when I say when, what I'm talking about, let me back up. I started hearing deeply in my spirit and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm hearing more. And I'm not talking about just from me from my mentors, from my bishops, from, from things that are happening. I'm talking about over months and months. I'm starting to hear more and more that there's a change coming. There's a shift coming. Look at the pandemic. Look at the systems that are shaking. And I, and I felt so strongly in my I couldn't even sleep last night. And I felt that scripture that said, do you not see it? Have you, don't you see it? You keep talking about of old. Remember in Isaiah, it said, do you not see that a new thing is going to spring forth? And this is what I told God, because y'all got to forgive me, because I'm a little more, I'm a little more blunt with God. This is what I said. We've been hearing this same promise for hundreds of years. This is, this, this is, that, I said this, you like the boy who cried wolf. My parents talked about the promise, and their parents talked about the promise, and their parents talked about the promise, and their parents died on the promise. So forgive me if though we hear that you're shaking every system, if though we hear that the terrible day of the Lord is coming, if though we hear that, <coughs> excuse me, that justice is coming, if, if we don't react the way you want us to, Lord, it's because we've been hearing it for so long. And don't wake me up out of my sleep or keep me from my next Netflix special to tell me about a, a, a promise that's not going to come to pass for many more generations. And this is what I heard in my spirit. Wake up. I'm shaking it. And I and I and I sat up there and I said in my spirit, could this really be it? Could this really be the moment we've prayed for, that we asked for? And I heard in my spirit, prepare, prepare. And that's what I come on here to tell you. We've prayed. We've prayed for the desecration of systems that have done nothing but leech on people. We prayed for this. So I had to check myself. Why am I? getting frustrated about the collapse of something that we were promised was going to collapse anyway. Even though I was, I, was, I was working on my investments and I felt in my spirit, there is no safe investment in the stock market. That's why I taught you to invest in the kingdom of heaven. See, my stock in the kingdom of heaven is always going up. That's why money's always finding their way to me. The, really, supernaturally. Su I got money coming. I still don't know how it's coming. It's, it's supernatural things that have been coming in my life because my bishop told me, my bishop, my bishop, my spiritual father, he told me earlier this year, we're going into something that this world has never seen before. You better put your, you better put your, your seed in the kingdom of heaven. That's what I've been doing. I've been doing that. Allow me to brag for a second. I'm a big giver. That's why I stay blessed. I want to tell you about that. I want you to begin to give. 
Stop putting your money in dead, dying, collapsing systems. I'm not saying don't invest. I'm not saying whatever stuff you do, but understand and be and recognize that that is a, a it's a shaking sand. See what's happening now. How, what do you do? What do you do? All right. So one of my favorite movies is uh, Some of All Fears. I love that movie, y'all. Some of All Fears. The guy is um. By the way, let me say this. I'm doing this on my computer. I just feel it's in my spirit. I'm doing this on my computer, my browser. Unfortunately, y'all, I do not see any comments. That's probably good because I just stay focused on the message. I love y'all. Thank y'all. I'm sure people are writing. I will write you afterwards, so I don't want you to think I'm ignoring you. I don't see on the, the, the browser the, the comments, so I'm done. Some of all fears, one of my favorite movies, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman, Ben Affleck. And it's basically a story about nuclear war. It's a story about what happens in the world when there's nuclear war. It's fictitional, fictitious. And it's this part where it's toward the end where now Ben Affleck is trying to get the president's attention. He's trying to give the president some information because he's scared that the president is gonna make a decision. He's gonna launch a nuclear attack and he doesn't have all the information. So he's trying to get to the president. He's doing all these things. And they tell him because, of, because, because now this is the, the, the movie's reaching its climax. And they told Ben, ben Affleck's character, the president, He's he's heading the snap count. He's heading the snap count. And when he heads, when he gets in the snap count, nobody can touch him. And people he said, what do you mean? What do you mean? And what, what they explained was snap count, snap count is this moment where the president goes into this secure bunker with his war cabinet. Everything is shut off. They're shut off from the entire world, right? Communicationally, they're there, but they're shut off and they're fully in war mode. And he was trying to tell Ben Affleck, I got to get you there because even his wife can't get to him when they're in snap count. That's how serious it is. Anyway, this is the point that I'm trying to make. I'm headed in the snap count. You need to head in the snap count. You need to shut it down. This is what I've been doing this whole year. I already have been preparing. See, relationships, see, oh, 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 oh. You want new wine and old wine skins, and it ain't going to work. Some of the people, places, and things that fed your life heretofore, it's got to go. It's got to shift. It's got to change. Some stuff got to drop. There's some distractions in your life that's got to be pruned. I'm talking to somebody. For you to get to that next level, you got to go into snap count. You got you to gotta get your war cabinet assembled. This is not the time to play. Do you not see that there is a new thing that's springing forth? Billionaires are made in this time. Great things are made in downturns. Do you not see that God is shifting? He's shifting. He's shifting. I've been in secure locations where they will lock down the whole facility. They will lock down the whole facility if they feel as though there is anything that is happening in the atmosphere that can make it more probable that someone could escape, like fog or like inclement weather, because now maybe the radio towers can't communicate or things can't be seen. I want you to know that there is a barrier being lowered spiritually all across this country. There have been barriers that have been raised that have kept communities out of wealth, that have kept communities in bondage, that have kept peoples in prisons, and it's coming down. The whole system is shaking. And I don't want you to be lulled into sleep because you're concerned about Netflix and you're concerned about racism and you're concerned about all of the things that they use to distract us. I'm trying to tell you, you got to go into snap count. There is a move happening. There is a war happening. There is a time and a season and you got to be equipped with your team. Now, now, this is what I said to myself. First, I said to myself, I'm going into snap count. <laughs> yeah, I'm going into snap count. 
I love you. I care about you. But I'm going to the snack count. This isn't personal. I go off the grid because I'm on snack count. I don't mean I won't come on here and say some words, but this is part of my assignment. I don't have time to play right now because I'm in snack count because God is moving. There's a shift. I see it. I'm telling you, I see it. This is what we prayed for. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something that every global event that happened, we saw this happen 100 years ago. We saw the entire financial system switch. The entire financial system switched 100 years ago. And it was an entire change. There were kings and monarchies 100 years ago. More countries had monarchies in Europe 100 years ago. And suddenly, from, from, from just a few years, monarchies that had been there for hundreds of years suddenly collapsed. It was a whole shift. We saw it. And we saw what that did to the world. We're now on another shift. I'm telling you, if you miss this, this is on you. If you miss this because you're, you have, you, you, you think that this is a normal set of circumstances. God, I had to tell you this because if I'm as passionate as I am and I'm always talking the way I'm talking, I still didn't take it so seriously. Like, you know, you, you know how you hear something, the Lord is coming and this is gonna change. When I say the Lord is coming, I'm not talking about this. That's why I think we get messed up too. We're looking at something in the sky and we got, you gotta do some work. You gotta do some work. That's, that's part of the reason. He should have, it would have been come back if all people had heard of the gospel, but we're so busy looking up here instead of looking with family. but I don't even wanna touch that. I want people to understand it's serious. That's why I came on here today. It's serious. What if this is the time that you've prayed for? You, you've been praying and fasting, and you said for generations, your parents' parents and their parents' parents. Think about this. Think about the blood of people who died on this land, who died saying, I, I just want my children to see greatness. This might be the moment here. Could it be? That's what I want. I said in my spirit today. I got so excited. Could it be that the last really be first now? Could that be? Because we saw it happen in history before. We saw the little Corsican become great Napoleon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw the last become first. That was the story of World War II. These, these, these uh, maligned. Listen to me before you go morally. Listen to me. These malign fascist leaders that everybody said nobody will pay them any attention overthrew monarchs because nobody really knew how powerful they, they just dismissed it. Oh, nobody cares about them. This man has been king for his, his family has been king here for two, three hundred years. A few speeches over here won't matter. Really? The world was shifted by the, the voice. That's a whole nother thing. I was born for this time. My voice is about to shake the world. Ah, you haven't seen nothing yet. My voice is gonna shake nations. Cause I understand I've been sent. I wasn't just born. That's why I'm excited. This was the moment. I was placed here for this moment. God in his divine presence placed. You know how a coach will say, put you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know because I was struggling with this and that. And I didn't understand what it was. But he's like, I positioned you because I knew what was coming down the pipe. What if he positioned all of us? But do you know your position? Do you know your place in the kingdom? Not the church. This is bigger than that. This is bigger than religion, y'all. That's what I want to shake you out of that. All men have to hear the gospel now. All people have to be understood to know who our Christ is. I don't have time to get into your ecclesiastical entanglements. This is the moment. This is the season. And just like the kings of this world, oh, 
off. I got a word for you. I got a word for you. Just as the kings of this world perceived not a hundred years ago what would happen, the kings of this age now perceive it not. But you listen to me prophetically. The last will be first and it won't be more than 10 years from now. People who are speaking like me, like me, who are talking here now, will sit on top of governments within 10 years. Watch it. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It happened 100 years ago because the kings of this world perceived it not. And I got scriptural reference. Had the princes of this age knew what they knew, they would have never crucified our Lord. See, they didn't understand because there's a wisdom of this world and then there's a wisdom of our God and his Christ. You see what I'm saying? You see how I put that all together? The princes of this world never understand what God is doing. The princes of this world are always stuck on the systems that are, and they see the systems that are as always being exactly as they'll be. But before there was a king, there was not a king. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? And then, and then after there was a king, there won't be a king. See, everything that is will fail and will shift and will shake. I know we prayed about it and we've sung about it and we've patted our feet and we've clapped our hands, but I come to wake somebody up. It's really happening now. Wake up now. It's not just a church song. It's a calling anthem. The kings of this world. That may be the most powerful thing I've ever said on this platform. For real, for real. You listen to me closely. You look at who's in power now. I'm speaking. I'm talking directly now. I'm speaking from the spiritual space that I've seen in the heavens and watch it come to pass on earth. Listen to me. It's 2022. Watch by 2032. Less than 10. It'll be less than 10 years. Watch the greatest people that you call greatest, the greatest systems, the people that you see that are the richest, as it were, that are the most powerful. Watch within 10 years. It's going to be a whole nother class of people. And you're looking at one of them that's going to be a part of it. I will sit at the apex of global power. Watch, 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 it's gonna happen. Watch, you're gonna see it, you're gonna see it happen because there is a generation of us, this is what I want you to understand, that believe that we are like David. That's how I'm gonna end this. Let me tell you something I like about David. Let me tell you something I like about David. I, people say, what made David a man after God's own heart? Let me tell you something. <laughs> David was always worshiping before the Lord, always giving thanks, always praising. And I love those things. And we always hold those things up. But can I tell you something? David was a bold warrior. <laughs> See, I believe that the spirit of the, I believe that the Holy Spirit is pouring out a deeper revelation and a deeper entrenchment of his spirit upon those who are willing to do. Not just talk, not just, not just say it and then be in the background, but that will step forward. We need people to not just go to church. We need people to start church. To disrupt church. You, 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 get you are the church. We need see David, David ran to the battle line. Can I give you that? Can I give you that story really quickly? When he showed up, he said, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that dared to defy the armies of our God? Who is this? Check that out. The king of Israel was in the press. Remember, I'm talking about the princes of this world, the kings of this world. He was there, but he said, I ain't can't nobody go up against Goliath. Goliath had been taunting him for 40 days and his brother and his family. So basically, Goliath, Pookie and them were all out there saying, y'all ain't nothing and never will be nothing. And it took a shepherd boy to say, who the heck is he? And we're told he ran to the battle line. I know you know about this, you know, the smooth stones and the slingshot. I want to talk about how he ran to the challenge.
I want to talk about how he ran. That's why I said those of us that you're going to see at the global, at the apex of global power, is those of us that that run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been afflicted, cause but we're running towards it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We believe it's ours. The princes of this world shall fall. It was meant for it to happen. It was destined and foretold. In fact, we rejoice in it. Not in the downfall of humans, but in the downfall of corrupt and unjust and in, inequitable systems. Antichrist systems that had to fall. You thought they were just going to hand them over? But David ran to the battle line. And then this is what he did. This is what I'm telling you. This is who you're going to see at the apex of global power. Look at it. Scripture tells us David took Goliath's own sword and cut his head off. You're going to find that there are people like me who've been trained in statecraft, statecraft, who've been trained in law, who've been trained in business, who have sat at the knees of the princes of this world, but who have the spirit of the king of this of the universe. You get what I'm saying? See, it takes people who know the old system to transform the new. I'm, I'm giving you a clue of who you're going to see at the apex of global power. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm trying to, like my cousin from Baltimore said, I'm trying to give you some good information. David used Goliath's own weapon to decapitate him. Do you hear what I'm trying to say to you? God is pouring out his spirit on bold people who are going to use the tactics of government. They're going to use the tactics of law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I see why he sent me to the best law school in the world. I see why he sent me and I was interning at the Capitol and I was in the White House. I've been in the White I've seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it takes an understanding of what was to then say, well, God, what do you need it to be? Exposure, that's a whole nother thing. Some of you are praying for God to take you somewhere, but you had no exposure. That's scriptural. You think Moses could have built what he did for the children of God? The spiritual systems that he saw had he not been at the knee of Pharaoh for all those years? You think Joseph, even with the spirit of prophecy, you think Joseph could have governed the land of Egypt had he not been in that prison and saw how things happened in an administration of government? Had he not been in the governor Potiphar's house and seen how Egyptian politics work? Do you think Daniel could have been at a a wise counsel to the king of Babylon and the king of Persia. He's one of the few that we saw whose tenure as counsel spanned not just kings, but spanned empires. When we know it was custom that generally a new king would just take out the whole old king's court. You think he would have been able to do that had he not been, as we're told, skilled in sciences and maths? This is what I want you to understand. I need people to be skilled in the things of this world so you can couple it with the spirit of God and you can be a part of this transfer. Let me get off here because I'm too excited. I really am too excited because I'm like, could it be? Could, could, could it be? Now, listen to me because I feel this pulling on me. Don't be like the church of Thessalonica. Paul had to get them straight. Because everybody's talking about Jesus will come, so they stopped doing stuff. In fact, they had stopped working and then become a burden financially to other people. That's what had happened. That's why he said, you don't work, you don't eat. Don't do that. Don't play that game. That's not what this is about. I'm not here talking about Jesus coming in the sky again. I don't know what that's about. I'm talking about the day of the Lord that has been promised. That the day that the systems of this world would be metamorphosed into the systems of our God and his Christ. It is happening. Now, 
you're listening to me and you are like, I need a, I need a new belief system because I already did I already did the episode. Your BS is holding me back. Your, your, your belief system. You need a new belief system. You need to call me. You're trying to take your mindset to the next level. You need to call me. You're looking at your finances, but I'm trying to get you to understand your finances are secondary to what's in your spirit and your soul. That's what I got to get you right first. When I work with people, I work with them to understand what the energy of finances is. See, we got to get there. If you're trying to walk into calling, you need to call me. This is the time. Oh, oh no, no pun intended there. Calling, vocation. Matching your passion and your profession so you go into purpose. Oh, my God. I, I got to go. I got to go because I get excited about this because this is what I'm here to do. Heretofore, I've been waiting, doing jobs, but this is my work. <laughs>